Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live Rock, Women Reality Radio. I am Schlack Scribe. This is Love Live Rock Reflections, where we ask the question, were you in the Ruach HaKadosh or in the Yucca Flesh today? Um, not real happy with the way that has to be answered right now, but it is what it is. But our eyes are set on the promised land regardless. Hallelujah. Abiyah, in the name of Yeshua, we just want to pray for rock and sand and their trip back to Arizona. Abiyah, that it would be Barukatah Shalom. Hallelujah. That there would be nothing but peace, nothing but easy rolling as they head home. Yeah, you know what the issues are with the vehicle. Uh, we just ask that you have your hand on them as they continue to travel, as they press forward into their destiny in you. So, yeah, we just thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do, and everything you've done. Uh, but we just ask for boldness and fire in each of us and awareness. Yeah, to be able to know where you would want us to be and how you would want us to be. In the name of Yeshua, hallelujah. Here's Toby Mack. We will be back in about three minutes and 30 seconds. This is Promised Land. Nothing left but hope in these two hands. Mm 
go in the name of Yeshua. We cancel that assignment upon what's going on with rock and sand. We know that that our flesh is is will go the wrong way if we don't um, be aware of your tactics and we get caught off guard because we get wore down by the devil's work. But you are above all of it. You seated rock and sand in each one of us who have came to you and bowed down and and asked you to con- to be the um master of our lives and ask that that we all um accomplish the part we've been created for in this life and let all these things that trouble us in the flesh be under our feet under and this idea of losing gas of not having gas we um cancel that assignment we ask for um there to be that that vehicle to make it to the gas station or for that um that person like you send like an angel like a special messenger to help rock and sand through this episode thank you that that i've tasted i've experienced it and we all um agree that that's how you work you never leave or forsake us and where there seems like there's no way you make a way so we call upon the right worker and the um the enough for fuel to get them to gas and um thank you that that we know your hand of protection is upon them and all the um Troubles that Satan throw at them have to bounce back to him in the name of Yeshua. They will not change the established relationship rock and sand and we have with you. And you never lie to us. And you said when we call upon your name, we will, you will hear and you will answer and we call upon the name of the most high deity, Yahshua and Yahweh, his father. And we accept the protective canopy of or surrounding of of the blood that keeps that Satan can't cross the bloodline and um interfere with the peace that passes all understanding that we um, send out, you send to us, and as we pray, we pray it fall upon rock and sand in their situation. And I heard scribe a little, a little, having some trouble that the enemy will not 
uh, discourage him and get through that bloodline. So out, all sin is, all works of the devil are cast out of the camp, out of the, of our sphere, because we are in the safety zone by the blood, and we live, move, and have our being in this safe place. And so um, for Sand and Rock, for Scribe and Marissa, for me for and Kim, for our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, all our, those before us, Father, that are still here in this earth and dealing with vessels of dust that will return to dust, that um, that our Ruhak man grow and we and we each um, overcome because it's it's not a sin to be attacked, but to um, to overcome that we need to do the work like study, like rock sand do, and like we do, Father, help us to do more. And then give us that place in the heavenlies with you that we look down upon situations and see them for what they are. And we take authority over the enemy and walk in in the light, the beautiful light. That Satan, you're exposed and your assignment is canceled. And therefore, we are saved from the enemy because Yah reigns and um, there is nothing and there is no one that will hinder Yah's plan because he's final authority. So um, just Ruhak take over and let us be may remain those vessels of honor that Yah can flow through. And therefore, we will be children that please Yah. And that's our our heart's desire, that no matter what the situation we're, we know we're loved. And that peace belongs to us. Though, let's see, when all around is sinking sand, on Yeshua... I will stand. When I need a shelter, when we need a friend, we go to the rock of our salvation. And thank you that you do send Maliks and you do send a human gift, human messengers to help us on our way. I know it. I've been experiencing it. And I believe I shall see that in rock and sand situations. So we just um, let you do your part as sand and rock is going through a rough time for their flesh. Their spirit is stands firm in you. And what you're going to accomplish out of the bad thing you want is something good. And something beautiful 
something good, all our confusion. He understands all we have to offer him, obviously, is brokenness and strife. But Yah, with you in us, you make something beautiful from all the ashes, from all the wasted time. You bring, you redeem that time and allow us to to be what we are, your planting, and do and ask like Yeshua you did when you were on earth, always hearing from the Father. So speak to Father like your word says. Speak to rock and sand and scribe and Marissa and myself in our um, devastating moments that seem that way to me, but you see them for what they are, and you correct the problem. In the name of Yeshua, Ruach, take over this evening, please. Amen. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. We are going to take another quick break for a song. This is Montel Jordan and Becca Shea. Knowing that we come in agreement with Yami for Rock and Sand, for Marissa and I, for Kim, for everybody that's struggling today because it sure seems like the adversary is trying is trying to have a field day with the saints of the most high L. It's not gonna happen. He's a defeated adversary. He is a snake under our feet. We've already crushed his head. Yeshua's already crushed his head. It cannot be uncrushed. So right now, we're just going to take a few minutes, four minutes and 40, 49 seconds exactly, to be specific, to shake heaven, knowing that that's where our help comes from. Hallelujah. Be back. Like 
And we're back. Thank you for joining us on Love Live Reality, Rock Reality Radio. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Rock Reflections, Rip 2.0. Almost forgot which part of the day I was in. Uh, you know somebody's getting messed with, but whatever, we're here. Again, this is Scribe, pumbling his way through, president of Emulators MC. Glad I don't ride the way I MC. Um, I am a shalak of love, and your special guest, DJ, tonight. Um, we start each podcast at 7.07 Pacific, 9.07 Central, and 10.07 Eastern Time. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code needed. Again, that is 727-731-3257. And you're in. If you're new and you'd like to participate, we would be more than happy to have you. We hope this resonates with you and keeps you coming back because it is kind of important to take a look at our day as we wind down. And if, if apologies need to be made to others or if they need to be made to ourselves, or most importantly, if apologies need to be made to Abba Yah for stepping on his commandments, whatever the situation, now is a good time to take a look at them, to get them out, to get them off your heart so you don't have to sleep with them because his word says we are not to go to sleep angry. And he doesn't specify if that's angry with somebody else or with him or with ourselves, I would confess that all are included in that. We are going to take our seventh bodybuilder, our Ahaba or love offering right now, and anybody that is so inclined to give to support the ministry, it would be greatly appreciated. We want you to know that your support goes to our radio and prison ministries, our Faith Favor Farms, and our Houses of Worship, and our Yability Ministries. It doesn't go to support the ministers. We're all marketplace ministers. We do this out of the loving kindness that I have a foot in our heart. We're doing this out of a desire to serve Yah, not ourselves. So again, whatever you're being led to give. Do it with a grateful heart because Yahweh is a cheerful giver. And remember that we cannot give outgive our Elohim. We cannot give, outgive Abba Yah. Whatever we give, he will return. Pressed down, shaken over, so much so that we won't have storehouses to keep it. That's quite a promise. That's a lot of payback for what he commands is a measly 10% of our wealth. And I might sound like a lot. It's not enough. It's not a, it's not an absolute number. It just is what it is because it is in that tithe that we are allowed to, that we are allowed to test him. And it's not just to test in Malachi 3.8. He actually poses the question. 
Will a man rob Yah? Will a man rob Yah? Wow. The tongue is not working today. Will, <laughs> will a man rob Yah? Hallelujah. Okay. Now, if you stop laughing and you're listening again, um, you can go to give.yahweh.love and donate through our, our PayPal portal there. Or you can send a check, check or money order to Love Inc. P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. Again, that's P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. Or you can text 77777, that's 57. Don't text 35, text 57 to 44321. All right. Um, now, again, as I've said about six times already in the program, I am Shalai Xcribe. Um I am grateful to be here. I am the president of the Emulators Motorcycle Ministry, and I am thankful today for all the people in my life. There are times it might not sound like it, and for that I apologize. Thankful for Rock and Sand, for Yami, for Marissa, for Mike, for Joel, for my wife and boys. The the list goes on and on. I'm I'm thankful for the construction crew that was working on the lower part of Ontario or Kiwanis Parkway Drive, whatever it's called, for grading and starting the resurfacing project on that road because that road was getting to be pretty bad. They put in an awesome, an awesome walking path throughout the park. Now they're doing the road. And I tell you, once I get the old street glide out, that's going to be some smooth sailing through there. I'm only going to be able to do it at 15 miles an hour, but hey, what the heck. Um, so hallelujah. Um, grateful for the rain. I hear we're supposed to have some warmer weather tomorrow. That would be, that would be awesome. Um, I'm, just, I'm just grateful to be here. And with that, I'm going to open up the line to anybody else that, would like to share their gratitudes and, you know, whatever else is going on. So, hallelujah, who's first? I'll go first. Hey, Joe. Good evening, brother. Good evening. Good evening. Um, I've been wanting to, uh, something that's, that's, that I haven't been doing but wanting to do, and I finally got my face into it and got um, motivated and moved into, uh, I have some large totes, plastic totes, and um, was going through them. Like I say, it, it, it was uh, 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 my neat little pieces of papers and things from the past, um, and just by chance, I was going through the pictures, and I found a picture of my cousin Johnny who, who died March 2nd, uh, of brain cancer, <clears throat> and uh, at at the funeral, I met his sons and daughters, um, and here I opened up a, uh, a folded folded picture frame, if you would. It's cardboard folded in three places, and here, and I'm looking at it right now, 
is a picture of my cousin Johnny at about four years old. And then his two sisters, the older sisters, they were twins. Uh, in their, uh, and they're probably at about nine or ten or ten or eleven. And I, so what I did was I had saved his number, and I was assuming that it was probably cut off, no longer in service. Took a chance and called, and his son Matthew answered. <clears throat> and I, I said, you know, this is a connection through Yahweh. There is no other way that this is happening. And they're saved. Um, and I, I told him over the phone about what it was, and it, it just floored him. So I had the opportunity to uh, send the pictures over the phone. You know, for today's technology, it's it's wonderful in this aspect to have this right at our fingertips, touch of a button. So anyway, um, he was happy to hear that. <clears throat> and... Uh, He's going to stay in contact with me, and he said, I'm invited over at the house anytime. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, I don't know them really at all, but it's a door that Yahweh has just opened. And um, I will just let him uh, keep my, you know, my faith. It's wonderful that he's doing this, and what I want to say is um, I'll take it a step at a time and see where this goes. But it's going to, something is going to happen because Yahweh opened this door. And I'm just thankful for the friends that I have, for all of you. Uh, thankful that I have a, a wonderful place I'm happy with. Thankful that my car is running. Thankful for my health. And, you know, I find myself, I catch myself during the day speaking with Yahweh. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm learning to speak to him as I speak to you. Um, and, and my prayers are... Um, you know, my sentences are good. They're simple. And just what's on my mind. And then asking him for forgiveness of things that I've done that I'm not aware of. Asking him for forgiveness when when I drive in a car and, and I find my temper going up and up, getting angry, and coming in, bowing down, and asking him to forgive me at that moment. And it's wonderful to have a relationship with him. And also, I've been asking him to to please let me hear your voice. And it's starting to happen. And you probably know that I can't explain it, <clears throat> but it's I can't explain it. Somehow, I just know in my mind, as I'm asking or thanking in prayer, um, should I... Should I father Yahweh? And I'll hear just no or yes. And it's such a, a reassurance that it's wonderful to have that reassurance and to be able to to know that he is king of kings and that the adversary is pushed away. And I feel his joy. I feel his comfort. That That is the, the wonderful feeling I get. The comfort. The comforter. And just that night when I when I'm sleeping and I turn and I wake up and boom there's that nice one inch one and a quarter inch thick comforter on me and I just wrap my body around it so comfortably and that's how I feel um, and I feel peace that that's something nobody can take away the adversary cannot touch me 
And it's just, I want to keep thanking him. And when I don't have words, I will just keep on saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I don't know how many times I'll just keep going. And I thank you in Yeshua name. Amen. And I thank him now that we are able to, uh, you know, we're close. We're, 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 our, our, our units are right at our faces. No matter where we are, we're family. We're together. We're bonded. And let our let our faith keep on growing, getting stronger and stronger. And with that, I will close. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that. Joe, I appreciate it. That was, uh, that's an exciting testimony. I don't know how long it's been since you've seen your cousins or talked to them, but, uh, that was that's fantastic. I we just praise Yah that uh, those doors are opening. So hallelujah. Who's next? Hallelujah. 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 Who's next? Hallelujah. All right. I'm gonna give you. Uh, this is Marissa. Hallelujah. Right. Today I am um, thankful for. Tuesday, and um, just been when we were on the call this morning, just praying for um, different things. As you know, that the famous word, which I don't like to use it anymore, is procrastination. So, as I was praying on the morning call about getting certain things done that, that I've been putting off or ignoring or forgetting about for my responsibilities. So I'm thankful that um, Yahweh can help me get back on track with the things I've been putting off that I need to get done, that I've been putting it off the last few months and trying to accomplish things, as well as getting into um, the mode of things and um, this process of transform recovery program and just a lot of ins and outs of where things have been going in my life. So I am um, just have to keep pushing through those Things of like the doubt or the um, the misconceptions or different areas where I was not with um, Yahweh and having to have that full, full trust in Him, and it's it's a process for me. But um, so yeah, I'm thankful for um, that He's speaking to you. Um, I think yeah, your name's Joe. I met you last last weekend. Yeah, I'm thankful for Yahweh for His kind words and His tender mercies that He. He is our Adonai. He's our Abba Father and just thankful for his, for his grace and um, the things that he has for us and that we can have that discernment to overcome those um, lusts or those, those anger moments, even those like the lust of food or the even just certain things as you know, Scribe has been helping me for certain things as in the social media problems or music, which, I mean, I'm, I don't really listen to crazy music, but, you know, that Yahweh, that Yahweh gives us the um, right music. So I'm thankful that I can look to the certain words and um, this special kind of music that um, 
gonna spend time with Lackinson at their trailer about a week ago ish. Um he was telling me about like the different types of music with the Hebrew and I found some good music on, on YouTube with so yeah, you could just like type in Hebrew worship music or whatever and YouTube usually I don't usually say YouTube takes you to it, but Yahweh takes you to the right music. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> there's times where I've been on YouTube and now for some reason my finger hits it on my phone, whatever I'm doing now. Find some reason somehow it comes out of my phone that it's at the Yam Yam music. So hallelujah. So Yahweh will provide our music <laughs> to our ears and the working about it is that YouTube's free. So I'm thankful for his music and I'm also thankful for Dan and Rock as they are going through their um trials right now of getting home that I just um Yahweh knows what's going on and that they ran out of gas. So I'm just believing with Yami's prayers that they are going to have the helpers as they go get more gas. And I was wanted to pray that the gas mileage and the gas prices that will get better. Let's just put it that way. Or that they the gas prices can go down. Hallelujah. Let us declare that right now. So, And for them to get home and, and not have to worry about... Um, being stuck. So we just thank you, Yahweh, for that too, that they're not that we're not stuck and that, that they are not stuck and they're gonna get home safely and I also just pray that too, that I'm just coming out of being stuck. So I'm just thankful that Yahweh takes us out of that feeling and that so yeah, that Yahweh will take us from being stuck to unstuck. Hallelujah. Is Yami there? Hallelujah. Oh, go ahead. Well, yes, but the mute button was fighting me. (laughs) How are you doing? Hi. I just thought I would say, uh, talk about my gratitude uh, because obviously I haven't been very grateful lately. And I think maybe Yahweh is showing me I need to be more grateful <coughs> and I definitely have more <laughs> excuse me, long suffering for people. And uh it was nothing short of a miracle that we didn't get hurt on the road because I don't know if Rock told you because I didn't listen on the whole time. Um yesterday I renewed our roadside assistance for five years. And because I did that, it was in my email where I had easy access to the number. Otherwise, I don't know. You know, I'm sure I have it somewhere. (laughs) You know, the paperwork for where my number is for my roadside assistance. But I, like I said, just yesterday I renewed it. And so it was right there at the top of my email box to call them. And uh, so there's a technician on the way uh, to bring us some gasoline so we can get to the gas station that is two and a half miles away that we were trying to get to because we were trying to get across the state border from Illinois to Missouri where it drops about 50 cents a gallon 
from you know it's been like in the four in the mid fours and it's like three eighty four where we're going, which isn't great. Believe me, I'm not praising three dollars and eighty four cents a gallon, but it beats four fifty four. <laughs> but that one you run out of gas. So we were literally on Highway fifty five going across I believe it's the Mississippi River, some big river with no shoulder whatsoever on any side, major highway, and Rock was able to maneuver all the way to the far right lane, get off on the first exit, which, hallelujah, was a downhill exit. And we managed to get off the road, not without people cussing us out and beeping at us and everything, but they had no clue. We were completely out of gas, just going on momentum down that stretch. I mean, if we had had to stop on that bridge, there's no way that someone wouldn't have hit us. A semi or somebody wouldn't eventually hit us because it's a freeway. (laughs) So I am super grateful uh, that Rock was driving for one. (laughs) And that, yeah, we kept us safe, and I'm really, you know, repentant on my attitude of not having enough gratitude Um, for my health, for Rock's health. I fell today and really could have hurt myself as I fell down the steps of the trailer. And Rock was already in bad shape. He's got something going on where he can barely move his neck. And so it's been a very difficult and then I'm laying outside on the side of the road, laying there wondering if I should try to get up. And he didn't even see it because he can't even turn his head. So it's been really something. And I think, you know, both of us are realizing that we have to praise him in all things, in all things, in all things. I mean, even with the little afflictions, that we're experiencing right now, it could be far worse. There are people suffering way, way worse than the things that we're going through right now. And I have to remember that and keep a heart of gratitude. And I know that's a big part of what you do on this line at night is express gratitude. And, uh, I am grateful, and I'm grateful for the hospitality of everyone while we were in Wisconsin. Very, very loving and caring and giving from, you know, the wonderful Shabbat to the rides that we needed for people, for dog sitting, for the eggs, that the raccoons have got, just all of it. I, I want to express my gratitude for the Mishpaka, who really loved us while we were there. And uh, I think I could have had a better attitude while I was there. I was so just really self-centered on all the things that I had to get done and... and uh, I don't want to be like that. So forgive me 
for not loving you back better. And uh, I want you to know that I'm grateful for each one of you. And Joe, we I remembered after we left that we were supposed to give you that a gas money, and it and it completely escaped us until it was too late. So if there's a way I can like Venmo it to you or sell it to you, I'd be happy to do that. I appreciate your time and all that you put forth in, in trying to get the vehicle <clears throat> in better shape. And uh, you've all been really good to us, and I, I'm appreciative. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. I think now would be a good time to have a break in between the next person that wants to testify, but this one popped up, and I think it's just a good place for it. This is Becca Shea and Incorruptible because Yah's love for us and our love for the Mishpaka is incorruptible. We know toes are going to get stepped on. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I know what my past looks like and it hasn't been pretty. Uh, it, it hasn't even been, yeah, it's not an abstract painting you'd want on your wall. Let's put it that way. Okay, but this is Becca Shane Incorruptible. I think you know where I was going with that. Hallelujah.
Well, hallelujah, we're back. I don't know what that one section is in there where it just starts scratching or if that was just they're trying to play up the fact that sometimes the adversary gets in there and messes with technology and stuff like that. I don't know, but I don't like it when that comes up. I've interrupted Mike when he was doing it. And anyway, so back to our introductions and our gratitude. Uh, who's next? Hallelujah. Yeah, this is Rock. Can you hear me? Yes, we've got the other half of the dynamic duel. <laughs> Even if well, it doesn't feel like say, it right now. Even if it doesn't <laughs> feel like it right now. <laughs> I'm a lot more grateful now with a gallon of gas in the truck, and I only got two miles to the gas station, but this thing's only getting four miles a gallon, so if it was any farther, a gallon wouldn't do too much, and we'd be calling the guy again because we're going to make it, you know, down the block. So I'm glad that we're only two miles away. We should be able to make it on what he put in here. And, uh, you know, we landed right under the arch, you know, in St. Louis. And, uh, you know, the nostalgia of coming down here with Scribe and other friends in business, in marketplace ministry, and going to these conventions down here, you know, at the Drury and the Hyatt and all of this, it's just uh, bringing back a lot of flashbacks. I've taken my children up in the arch and encouraged other people to bring their kids along down. Uh, I've had them up there twice when they were little. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just going through flashbacks and um, a conservative uh, judge just got uh, elected today, uh, Stank, Stankovic or something like that, Hungarian guy. Um, and uh, his family is traveling out to Mesa. <laughs> so we had quite the conversation while I was waiting for my good Sam gas guy. And uh, they were super nice and uh, kind of, kind of put me in my place of just being grateful, you know, um, he won this election and, you know, uh, all the Trump people that were supported in these primaries, everyone that Trump supported is one. So he is still the head of the conservatives. He's still the head of the Republican party. He's still our leader, uh, by far. And it's, for him that this is going on with the Supreme court uh, with turning over once and for all the 65 million babies that have been murdered uh, by these uh, ruthless evil people. And I used to be one, you know, I was for abortion or pro abortion you know, and I don't like to call it that. If you're going to call us on our side pro-life today, then you better call the other side pro-death. And that's just the bottom line. That's what it is. And, you know, they want to talk about the science and they want to go ahead and make all these statements, uh, you know, about choice. And it's like, oh, yeah, so a woman has a choice but yet you can't even define that she's a woman when you get asked the question, you know, 
Um, you want to you want to take our genders away and say that you guys are for women and you care about women. You you guys are going to eliminate women completely, and that's that's really what you're trying to do, and just make us all it's. You know, there is no more boys, there are no more girls, there are no more men, there are no more women. They want us to all be it's, just people. That's what they want. And the Democratic Party has lost it. I mean, they're just, they're nutcases. So I'm grateful that we have some justice that's going on, and uh, it's going to be turned back to the states. And already we know there's at least 22 states that, if they turn this back to the states that are already moving for quite some time in the direction of it being illegal uh, to do an abortion in their states. Uh, so that leaves about half the states that uh, some will turn and some will, you know, we obviously know California and others will stay in the direction they are. But this is a major issue for believers. And, you know, I've been listening to them fight about this since I was a, a teenager, I first acknowledged and recognized. And like I said, I was on the wrong side as a kid. I didn't know. And because it was an inconvenience for me to have a kid, you know, so I thought, well, just kill it, you know, just kill it, kill the baby. And and to me, it was a baby. I'd never, I never questioned whether it was a baby, you know, I knew it was a baby and I was a killer. I was a murderer. I, I did pay for some abortions and was okay with that. And, that really, really was something I cried over a lot when I first came into the faith. Um, my former wife had had five of five of them, right? And she was definitely uh, one that uh, was totally distraught and totally messed up over that whole subject. Uh, so it took her years to forgive herself even though Yahweh already had, and uh, I watched her suffer big time. So I've seen this from a different perspective of somebody who all of a sudden gets conviction of what happened in those abortion rooms, and uh, they feel horrible about it, and it's a nightmare for the rest of their lives that they've got to try to live with. So, um, So I'm grateful that we landed here. I was able to talk with this, this group uh, of people that are heading to Mesa. And uh, uh, one of the gals was from Belgium, so I got to connect with uh, someone that, uh, her name was Lisa, someone that was here as a foreign exchange student. And uh, she's getting to see the, the United States right now, and this is kind of cool for her. And, you know, uh, I talked about the Ashkenazi Jews and whatever that the Rices were at one point, and, you know, so she didn't even know what an Ashkenazi Jew was. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I just really am grateful. And I got to say, I've I've been pretty ungrateful today, pretty pissed off today. Uh, I've probably cussed more today than I have in the last several months. Um, so it's not been good, but I just was so angry to be in pain and, you know, uh, and I don't even know what I did. You know, I don't know if it was when I picked up the bag and I walked out with it because normally I drag the bag uh, with my wheels and I don't have to pick it up. Uh, so I could have bent over and picked that bag up. It's pretty heavy. And I might have pulled something, you know, in my back. 
I know that I did have a little bit of pain earlier in the week in the other side of the neck, but then, uh, you know, it went away. That, that, that side went away. So, yeah, it just really sucks because we really do a lot to stay healthy and be healthy. But when it comes to bones and joints and muscles and tears and twists and turns, uh, it's very common the older you get. Like Yami, you know, she, she broke her arm, you know. Um, our bones and joints, if we don't take care of them, if we're not doing a good osteo product, our bones get brittle. And uh, so I'm grateful that I am as healthy as I am, and I should be more thankful for my health. Uh, I said I was in front of a room last night, but today when the pain hit, uh, that kind of all went out the window. I wasn't real grateful. So Yahweh, forgive me. I, I uh, Teshuva, right now I'm going to turn in the other direction with my attitude of gratitude, and I'm going to walk in that. Um, I would have been much better served to uh, get on the line this morning and uh, and praise him in the morning. So that's the other thing that happened is I wasn't on praise prayer to Karina Claire. And when I get on in the morning, that was because our batteries were dead. And then I can't find a cord for my, you know, my uh, $3,000 system I got back there, you know, and that pisses me off. So it's like I'm all mad about that, that, okay, where's my cord? I can't charge this thing. I wanted to charge it yesterday so that we had power for the next three days in the truck, you know. And then the trailer was struggling to be able to keep those batteries um, charged and everything. So quiet back there. So the bottom line is is that, um, you know, we really – have to be grateful. It's like the Oscars are going away. We have to be grateful for everything. And that is why we do what we do in the morning and at night. We start our day in gratitude. We end our day in gratitude. That is a huge part of transformed recovery. And if a person doesn't got that of how much that affects your attitude to be in an attitude of gratitude, then you really never got it. It really does. It affects your attitude big time. And that's the lesson I learned many, 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 many years ago. And that's why people call me Mr. Positive. And wow, you know, you're like water on a duck with negative stuff. You really overcome stuff quick. All all these compliments that people have given me, the only thing that does it is Yahweh, you know. And I'm grateful for him that he shows me his principles. Thankfulness is what we celebrate uh, for a full month. Uh, coming into what they call Thanksgiving, we go from there all the way through craziness uh, time and then the uh, pagan New Year that they all celebrate around the world. We just have an attitude of gratitude even stronger than what we normally do. We really, really focus for about a month through all that pagan holiday season stuff on being thankful and uh, I'm thankful just in that alone that I've seen the truth that I've got a deeper level of understanding about that whole concept of you know how Christianity is not a good thing and because it's it's pagan and that really grieves the Ruach HaKodesh and I just don't want to be a part of the grieving of Ruach HaKodesh I want to be a part of the joy unspeakable and full of kavod hallelujah
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Yah. Thanks for the testimonies, Rock and Sand. Again, sorry for the sorry for the suffering and the inconvenience and the pain. I'm grateful to hear of the ability and the, and the the quickness to grow through it. You guys are definitely a lesson and an example to all of us. Um, And I guess we got Yami to go yet um, before I go too much further. Yami, are you there? Yami, are you struggling to find the mute button? Is my mute button off? It is. All right. Anyway, hallelujah. Um, we are going to have uh, Marissa come forward in about five minutes. Actually, yeah, about five minutes to uh, take care of our reading tonight. And then uh, we'll get this... Uh, we're 2.0 rolling, hallelujah. Praying all the way along that rock and sand has some shalom tonight. Hallelujah. This is Psalm 57.
Marissa gets to her reading, I'm going to encourage you all to turn in your Bible and to in your set-apart writings, your Berit Hadashah or your Tzipi HaKadosh, whichever way you want to look at it, it's all right by me. Go ahead and turn in there to Psalm 69.5. Only Yahweh could make this setup, this applicable tonight in both the scripture reading and the JFTNA. Just give you a heads up. It's going to be a good one. So hallelujah. Here's Marissa. Read it with authority, sister. Or that's definitely later. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. Anyways, you got me excited at 69.5. So I'm going to start at um, what we read every night which is from the, the, the part scripture. It's uh, um, step, step five, as we know the 12 steps. So honesty, admission, submission, and confession. Can you please mute your phone? I don't think it's swiping around in there. Right. Before, during, and after, we begin the honest, deep self-examination of our past, present, and future. We begin submitting ourselves to love, to Yahweh, to people, and to the principles of discovery and recovery. To our amazement and shock, we actually begin to not only read the Bible, but honestly study and transparently meditate on it. We see the human nature of Adam and Eve, Enoch, Job, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Rebecca, Jacob, Rachel, Joseph, Moses, Samson, David, Solomon, Jonah, Daniel, Peter, John, Shiloh, and many others. We identified our own failures with the failures of these even considered heroes of faith. Hebrews 11. And we were comforted 
by the empathy found within this connection. We saw ourselves in these real people and saw in a wonderfully refreshing empowerment sent by Yaz Ruach regarding Yaz Emet and how it was so transparently expressed. Why do we submit? Submitting myself one another, <laughs> excuse me, submitting myself one to another in your love, even as your renewed covenant instructs me to do so I can become all you've created me to be. We were made to love. Yahweh is love. First John 4, 8. And we discovered this Yah image that we were created in the image of Ahaba, love. Admitting and submitting. Admission begins submission. Admitting every wrong to me, myself, and I. Admitting every wrong to another person. Admitting every wrong to even other persons in the body. Admitting every wrong to even other persons outside the body. And let this become my testimony because I have passed each test. We discovered as we recovered through the awareness found in Ephesians 4 by Shaul and Paul and just how much uh, just how much transform recovery is actually within this one chapter. Both bodybuilders and sacred scripture steps, likewise the wealth of wisdom that's in the writings of Yaz Liza, King Solomon, son of David, a man of Yaz's own heart, showing a father-son relationship, even emulating that of Yahweh Yeshua. Fail. Failed. It was a failure. All right, let me start over. I keep getting mixed up. Fail. Okay. Fail, failed, passed. Was a failure, passed. Is a failing, current. Is a failure, current. Have you ever failed to listen? Have you ever failed to follow instructions? Failures. Adam and Eve couldn't follow instructions. Noah got drunk. Abraham misled Pharaoh. Pharaoh laughed at Yah's promises, and they lived, or and they together were just too old to do any more with their life, especially raising a child. Isaac and Rebecca played favorites. Jacob was a deceiver and was deceived. Joseph privately stirred up anger amongst his brothers. Moses was an orphan. I apologize. Um, Joseph pridefully stirred up anger amongst his brothers. Moses was an orphan, stuttered, murdered, and was prideful, arrogant, and probably needed anger management. Miriam was a gossip. David was too young. His armor didn't fit. Had an affair. He seemed to cover it up, then murdered Uriah, the husband of Bathsheba, whom he coveted and stole. Solomon was too rich. Gave out counsel, but couldn't receive it. Jonah ran from, yeah, Amos' only only training was in the school of fig tree pruning. Isaiah's wife was a prostitute. Samson had long hair, was a disobedient, suffered codependency, missing yard dependency. Naomi was a widow. Peter was afraid of death. Lazarus was dead. John was self-righteous. John the Baptist was a loud mouth. Martha was a worrywart. Mary, Mary may have been lazy. John Mark was rejected by Shell. Timothy had ulcers, so did Peter, Shell, and lots of folks. But Yahweh doesn't hire fire like most bosses because he's more like our dad than a boss. He doesn't look at financial gain or loss. He's not prejudiced, nor partial, nor sassy and grassy, nor deaf to our cry. He's not blind to our faults. His gifts to us are free. We could do wonderful things for others and still not be wonderful ourselves. Satan says, you're not worthy. Yeshua says, so what I am. Satan looks back and sees our mistakes. Yah looks back and sees the tree. The fifth step prayer. Yahweh, my deep self-examination has shown me who I have been. 
who I am becoming like I am, created with the Yah image intent. Help me, Yah, to become perfect, beginning with have been honesty, eliminating all denial, confessing my fleshly past thoughts, confessing my fleshly past actions, confessing my fleshly past failures. Help me trust you enough, Abba Father. Help me trust loving brothers and sisters enough. Help me trust loving wise counsel sent by you into my life, by you, Yahweh, to bring light and overwhelm darkness, to expose the dark secrets and bring them out of the skeletal closet into your marvelous light. New study notes on counsel scriptures, which is in uh, Jacob, which is um, Jacob, and that is uh, Genesis 49. And I also, what Yah does there, I've sent you a message to Scribe's phone. I wanted you to read that tonight in your text messages. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right. So, we play a little game here. Who's ever got Psalm 69.5? Let me hear you say, got it. All right. Well, Psalm 69.5, you're going to have to bear with me. I didn't think to pull up a commentary site, so um, you're going to have to deal with mine on this. Um, you might be a little let down. I don't know um, because you're not benefiting from the uh, um, the wealth of wisdom on the Internet that's available when it comes to commentaries on the words of Yahweh that are written by those that are far wiser and far more uh, educated, edit, eh, wow, I can't speak at all tonight. Um, anyhow, <laughs> not diminishing myself, uh, Psalm 69.5 reads, Oh, Elohim, you know my foolishness. I told you it was going to hit home. Oh, Elohim, you know my foolishness and my guiltiness is not hidden from you. Wow. The only one I can speak to on this is myself. I've got to admit that there has been far more foolishness in my life, far more careless conversation, allowed careless thinking, um, not thoroughly processed consciousness, however you want to put it. Um, while the knowledge of the need and the acquisition and the existence of wisdom was present in my heart and mind, more often than not, I would allow myself to get blindsided by the adversary and then I don't, I'd continue feeding it. I continue feeding into it. Now, this the verse doesn't have to speak specifically or only about external actions and behaviors that we know violate Torah. It doesn't have to speak specifically to those kinds of sins. It most definitely speaks to the internal because the internal has to exist before it can be manifested in the natural. 
I know Rock has said it many times. Most of us have probably heard it. It's the Ruachal first and then the spiritual. Or, uh, the Ruachal first and then the natural. Come on, scribe. Get it together. Um, you know, my foolishness and my guiltiness is not hidden from you. He knows it before we know it. And in that is the verse that says it's better to fall on the rock than have the rock fall on you. Because if we wait for the rock to fall on us, we're going to be ground to powder. There's no two ways about it. There's no arguing the truth of that. It might not happen instantaneously. It might not happen 20 years down the road. But it's going to happen because sooner or later we're going to have to give account for all of it. But we should be grateful that we've got Yah to shine a light on that forest and to show us how to overcome that guiltiness, that foolishness. Uh, Guilt normally stems from performing an act that we're aware is wrong or at least unlawful. Um, Rarely, rarely, but it can happen that it's done... um, inadvertently or unknowingly, okay, or not willfully. Good example on the line tonight, okay? Rockin' Sandy, speed limit says 70 miles an hour, okay? They were guilty of not being able to maintain that, but not by choice, they would have much preferred to have the Escalade running up at peak form instead of acting like a pair of donkeys on their last legs. Unfortunately, while there wasn't really any guilt in that, it wasn't hidden from anybody. You can tell that by a number of horns that were blown, and you know the single the single finger waves that were that were sent. Thankfully, it was at night, so most of them were indiscernible. But again, it was not intentional. But what about those ones that are intentional? Verse six goes on to say, "Oh, Adonai Yahweh of hosts, do not let those who wait." On you, be ashamed for my sake. Let not the ones who seek you be ashamed for my sake, O Elohim of Israel. Now, again, while I'm speaking of David, I also strongly believe, I can't help but believe that that's also also speaking of Messiah. So David encourages us prophetically to speak on and to call out the name of Yeshua. Yah's deliverer. Yah's deliverance in times 
seen the darkest, as I'm sure Brock and Sandy were this evening. Now again, oh Elohim, you know my foolishness. We should be we should be actively and boldly ashamed of our foolishness so much so that we want to put it behind us and not engage in it any, anymore. There may be a time for it here and there. We know when that is. That's where wisdom kicks in. And guilt is not hit. Our guiltiness is not hidden from Yahweh. He is the wisest, most perfect, most Kodesh judge and jury out there. But he is also He's also our defense attorney. So, hallelujah, I'm grateful for that. Um, and with that, I will pass. Who's first? Hallelujah. Who's first? Yami, are you there? I'm here. All right. I was, um, <laughs> I was, can you hear me? It's making noise. Are you, everybody yes. still on? Okay. We can hear My you. My phone does noises. That's all. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm thinking of how many times that um, I, you know, had it in my my mind to go one direction and then I just want to go a different direction. And in doing that, I'm saved from something, from an argument, from a hurt, an accident, um, you know. So I really trust that because I'm committed to him, so I'm and I make my plans and headed in the way I think, and I surrender my will over to him every morning. Because of that relationship, when I'm going to fall on a path that leads me into harm or into sin or into a place he doesn't want me, and he causes it to change. He causes me to come um, back into his order and his direction. So how I um, lots of times on on trips I will meditate on something and. For a good, I would say the whole year, I meditated as I took about an hour drive and an hour back, but after in between a study, and I would meditate and the scripture would be that I belong to my beloved and he desires me or there was two that went back and forth, that one, and thinking about how much love he's, he gives and how it shows me. And the second one 
fits in today, what we've all been experiencing and recognizing. It says, um, um, though my flesh and my heart faileth, still Yah is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So his will and his nature will be developed in me. And it's not because I can um, do anything but accept what I hear him say. And a lot of the times blindly do that. Like I said, with my mind going one direction and him completely turning that direction. Um, and uh, in these experiences, I learned to really trust the changes. Now, um, another thing is to be slow to speak and quick to listen. That lesson I'm still working at. <laughs> and um, I do put my foot in my mouth. But in it might be a season that I look like a fool, but he turns it around. And wherever I've been put to shame, he turns it to make my name a praise. I can't, you know, I can't see um, how anyone can um can be without this constant help and how he um causes even the mistakes to work out for good and so infinity is going to be to me continually learning about his love for me and about what love is and the changes that I go through are so that I can be perfect. And I I see myself far from perfect, and that's the truth. I am. And he's in the process of perfecting himself, his own nature in my body and each one of us. So this walk on earth is definitely has to be like Yeshua and we have to hold tight to that relationship and and um, go with the changes and expect his um, presence with us to take care of all the concerns and all the problems around about us. And maybe there will be the day that we can and still and sometimes we get there already hold our peace 
and let him fight our battles and just agree with him. And um, so be it. Because he's created us and he has the whole plan. And he understands. He, Yeshua, even experienced the battle of the flesh and won them for it. And Satan is couldn't um, motivate him to become selfish or self-centered, not even one. He remained love in his whole walk. So I pray Hallelujah. tonight. Hallelujah. Oh. Yami, what Amen. verse were we on? Yami? What do you mean? What verse? What verse were we talking about? Me about when my flesh and my heart fails? No, no. What what verse were we talking about in today's teaching? About the um, goof-ups in the flesh. What was the verse? It was in Psalm. Psalm 69.5. Appreciate the yeah. commentary. Thank you for your testimony. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Thank you much. That I didn't um, remember. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joel, uh, any thoughts on the verse tonight? Well, foolishness. Uh, foolishness, yes. Do I divulge myself into it? No. I find myself part of it inside. Um, Try to restrain myself, uh, for example, when driving. And I pray on this. Uh, I'm getting better. Yahweh. I'm not getting better. It's Yahweh in me, working in me. Um, Learning to not get as upset. Learning to allow other things to come into my life to pass. Um, Going right to Yahweh instead of right at the top of my head and letting loose. Uh, You know, as as Rock had been going through that today, um, it uh, Yahweh relieves relieves that that tension, and also I'm you know, praying for Rock that there is peace within tonight, Rock and Sandy, that you are granted patience and that there is safety with you. And uh, let's see, and my guiltness is not hidden from you. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. My trespasses, that he knows, he knows of my trespasses and. You know, um, probably the majority of it, I don't know of it myself until it happens. Not wanting to, but uh, faults falling into it. And it's it, it's wonderful that he forgives and that I thank him that he forgives me of the sins that I've committed that I don't know of. 
and that the wonderful greatness that I see is him dying on the cross and knowing all the sins that I'm going to commit in the future that he died for, for me. That is powerful. I think of that, that how many years I've left. Um, and as I mentioned, the, 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 my faults and then sinning, sinning by anger, sinning by uh, foolishness, sometimes not knowing and then realizing this isn't right. You know, the, the Holy Spirit uh, gently tapping on my conscience and saying, no, that's not right. Pull me back, you know, we, in Yeshua name, pull me back. Thank you. And, um, you know, like I said, that that's powerful, that that he knows the sins that I'm going to commit, whether intentionally or not, not intentionally. And that by asking him his 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 wonderful mercy, oh hallelujah, that he grants that by asking, humbly asking from the heart for forgiveness, and that he does forgive. And I have I have sinned, I have blasphemed. And I, and and I feel horrible about it. And um, probably <clears throat> within, I would look back about a month and a half ago, where for two weeks, deep deep down inside of me, for blaspheming. See, and there there it is, my foolishness, my anger got the best of me. And then. feeling in my heart that I wasn't saved anymore and it's a scary place to be it's frightening because that's what my thoughts were instead of believing on his word and the greatness of Yahweh his Yahweh's footstool and Yeshua's hand holding it up Amazing. Amazing. Holding up the earth. And the way I look at it is his power. My thoughts on this are when we're in a quiet area and we hear that ringing in our ears, that's a vibration. And that ringing at whatever frequency it is I try to break it down to and I I look at it as Yahweh. That's all the people speaking, all the time speaking to Yahweh. And he knows every single one of those tiny vibrations by the millions and millions every second. His power coming down and answering to those who are speaking. And all that he's doing on the earth instantaneously. Fishing, you know, taking care of them, knowing everything. The weather, 
the grass, the plants, uh, every tiny molecule in the atmosphere. And then all of the galaxies, you know, um, beyond, beyond what we can comprehend. The millions upon millions of galaxies and then everyone having billions of stars. And this floors me that he calls each one out by name at night. Our powerful Yahweh, our powerful Yahweh, and just knowing that he will forgive me, he loves me, he guides me, and listens and loves, and oh my, that's all I can say, my oh my, beyond words. And knowing that his love is for me, for you, for all of us, for all that believe. Hallelujah. And with that, I will close. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that. Joe, appreciate it. That was a good word. We are going to uh, reach out to Rock, see if he wants to add anything here, Sam, um, before we Get for a song and do our daily meditation. Hallelujah. All right, this is Rock, are you there? Yeah. So uh read read the psalm one more time. The psalm O Elohim, you know my foolishness, and my guiltiness is not hidden from you. Thank you. Yeah, so it's it's short, but extremely powerful, and obviously uh, cross-references to numerous other writings within the Kippe HaChodesh. I mean, it's it's a it's an ongoing message. You know, but this is David basically, you know, just crying out, you know, and saying, you know, you know that I've been a fool. And I think, you know, for me, that was a really big awakening that because I had a know-it-all attitude in, in high school and, you know, but when my dad would say something to me as a young person, I would be always be like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know, you know. That was my number one response to my father for many years. And, uh, you know, early on, Casey Comden came into my life uh, through – marketplace ministry in a network distribution business I was building in the 90s, which is what kind of led me back to my faith in a deeper way because I was really just doing the AA and the NA, and you just can't get where you need to go with that. You know, it's just not it's not going to give you what you need. And uh, when I started to plug in to these guys, 
they plugged me back into my scripture studying. And, you know, even when it was face-to-face, it was like, you know, read the book, read the book, read the book. Just open up the book, open up the book. We just open up the book, will you? You know, and that was the turning point, you know. And uh, that pretty much, you know, November of 1989 was when I started really seeking the overflowing presence of Ruach HaKodesh, you know, the rivers of living water to flow into me. And you can't really stop being the fool until you get the Ruach and the Amet. You know, it's the Ruach and Amet that that confronted me and showed me that I was a fool, and I had to admit it. But admittance is just really the beginning. Trying to go ahead and accept it, that I'm a fool or that I'm a drug addict or that I'm a drunk or that I'm a sex addict or all these other nasty things that I've been in my past, to accept that, wow, this is who I am right now, you know, which is why we change the uh, image of a person in coming together in fellowship like this night by night. Little by little, we start to look at one line upon line and one precept upon precept, and we start to break this thing down, and all of a sudden the Ruach and the Amet come at us. And that Ruach that's coming at us should be, and this is what I tell people to pray for all the time in the beginning, uh, when they're just, you know, at the place where Marissa is, and, you know, she's she's entering into a rehabilitation decision. Yeah, I want to rehabilitate. I want to transform. I want to change. I want to, I want to become somebody brand new, you know. And I, uh, the gift that I'm talking about, and it's considered a gift in the scriptures, is discernment. So you really can't discern when you're being foolish or acting like a fool. You really can't figure that out if you don't have this gift of discernment. You're just going to go on continuing to do foolish things, continuing to play the fool in life, unless you get this discernment gift. So I believe that the real solution here to what he is confronting as as a challenge is that we really turn to Yahweh, we really turn to this this Elohim, which is the Father, the Son, and the Ruach, HaKodesh, the light and the love and all of this. When we turn it over and do that set-apart scripture step three, and we say, okay, I'm not in control of my life anymore, you are. And we really do that set-apart scripture step three for real. Now, all of a sudden, we're not trying to control our life. We're submitting ourselves, which again, now that's set apart scripture step five. We're submitting ourselves tonight here on the line with one another, to one another, you know? And uh, where? I don't know if there's still open. I'm so wild right there. Oh, okay. It looks right there. 
All right, well, we're going to try to get something to eat here, I guess. Um, There's a 30-minute backup right in front of us. Oh, so we don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we've had enough backups and enough slowdowns and freakouts. But, you know, the bottom line is that confronting ourselves, right, letting the Ruach confront us, opening up ourselves, opening up our hearts for the Ruach's confrontation or rebuke or correction, it's going to correct us to the point of seeing, yeah, that would be pretty foolish to make that decision or to do this or that. So I I can't do that. I've got to do something different. I've got to make a better decision. I've got to, and if I don't know what that is, I've got to pray about that. I've got to ask, seek, and knock, you know. And in the asking and the seeking and the knocking, he'll give you better choices than the choice of being the fool. And, uh, you know, I, I look back, you know, that song by Crosby, Steele's Nash & Young, Time We Have Wasted on the Way, you know. And I play that, I think we might even have it on this line, uh, but I play that on here a lot. Uh, I believe I've played it on here um, over the years because that song really is summing up being a fool is has wasted a lot of my life. It's thrown away years of time that should have been, I should have been productive or I should have been wiser. I should have been, I should have been, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, I should have been a better person and I should have been making better decisions in my past. So that, that really is the crux of it for me is I want to not waste any more time. I want my life to be meaningful and it's a gift that Yahweh kept me alive when I was dead. He brought me back. So why did I have that accident? Because I was a fool. You know, I was a fool. And, you know, I did meet the people at this wedding that saved my life. Yahweh sent those people to save my life. So I feel this debt to him that he gave me another chance, a chance that I definitely did not deserve, a chance that I needed to not squander, but I needed to capitalize on all his benefits, on everything that he had. And I remember in my 20s when all this revelation started happening from going into Marketplace and and learning from these very wise businessmen, and I needed to learn how to be a businessman. You know, I had my rock and roll business, but I really was hungry to learn how to do things the right way and do them with integrity, you know? And either you're going to make up the rules yourself or you're going to follow Yahweh's rules. It's pretty simple, you know? And when you make them up yourself, every once in a while you might get some things right, but what about all the things you might get wrong? 
that's pretty foolish. Why take the risk? Why take the chance of burning a friendship, right? Someone you love, and because you're doing the wrong things, you're in a bad place, you're in bad principles, and you destroy because you're not really loving the person the right way, because you're that foolish, you're that self-centered, you blow somebody out of the water and they don't want nothing to do with you anymore. How horrible is that and how opposite is that to loving your neighbor as yourself? You wouldn't want somebody to treat you that way, so why would you treat somebody that way? Everything's closed, by the way. Yeah. Sorry, I took you down. So... We're trying to find a restaurant, and it seems like things. Denny's is closed. Even Denny's yeah. is closed. Oh, I my gosh. I get off the thing to try different <laughs> <laughs> There were tons of restaurants. Wow. All well, they roll up the streets in St. Louis on this part of town anyway. There is an island like five miles down. Well, I don't really want to go five more miles deep into the city, so I'm going to return back to the highway, I think. All right, well, hallelujah for having my conversation interrupted like bunches of times. I apologize. It's really hard to share when you have to do that. I hope I said something that maybe pricks someone's heart about not being a fool anymore. And I think the only way to be not a fool is to learn to become wise. And you can only learn that from the master of Shachma himself, Abba Yah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Love Me Like I Am by King and Country. We'll be back with our thought just for You want to meet yourself, brother? Yeah. Okay. 
We thank you for your life-changing authority in the Ruach HaKadosh. Hallelujah. We're going to wrap it up with this one. We will talk to you tomorrow at 637. The praise, prayer, decree, and declare. This is Scribe. We're done. Let me take